Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, five uh, minutes with Dave Sinek and TheHeadCheese.com coming up here. We'll preview Green Bay and the Buffalo Bills. Before we do that, I want to tell you about Ankeny Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest at Ankeny, it's back. Join us Saturday. That's tomorrow. Celebrating the annual event with good friends, live music, and great beer. It's Ankeny's Oktoberfest presented by Uptown Ankeny and Imprint. Architects. The fun gets underway tomorrow at 3. Games, traditional Oktoberfest contests, food trucks, fun for the whole family, live polka music, Trent Condon. Yes. The night is headlined by the Dave Zolo and Body Electric. Bring the family, drink some beer, avoid the downtown parking hassle. Celebrate Oktoberfest in Ankeny at the Ankeny Market and Pavilion. You can see their Facebook page for more details. Ankeny Oktoberfest tomorrow. Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com right now as we get into the Packers and the Bills. The Pack coming off a loss to the Redskins. Dave, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Doing good, guys. Great to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Well, the Bills pulled the shocker of the year so far last weekend. I'm guessing they're not going to be able to do that again as they make their way to Lambeau Field. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely playing with house money on this tough two-game road trip. Uh, any thought of a split probably even seemed like beyond their wildest dreams after their first two games. But, um, yeah, it's uh, to me what happened last week at U.S. Bank is, I mean, it's great, you know, for Packer fans and, and for the Packers to have the Vikings get an unbelievable home loss. But also it certainly will raise their focus, Green Bay, whose attention certainly you hope they got, you know, with a loss and a kind of an ugly mistake-filled game in Washington. You'd like to think the team was going to bounce back at home um, razor focused, and then you got Buffalo, and you think, well, man, they they better not look past Buffalo with a big division road game coming up in Detroit. And obviously, what uh, Josh Allen and uh, and that Buffalo defense did in Minneapolis last Sunday has to have gotten the Packers' attention. So I I imagine the Pack will be ready for this team, and in light of uh, what happened last week, I think they'll be ready. And I, I expect to see a much more focused and a a really good performance by Green Bay on both sides of the ball. Aaron Rodgers, it'll be a weekly question, I'm sure, going forward this season. Where are we this week? I read a couple of quotes from Rodgers talking about the knee and uh, how much he's able to practice going forward. What is it this week with Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, a really key point heading into this game because Green Bay was so slow to get started last Sunday. And you have to think part of that is the fact that Rodgers is not practicing at all during the week. And you couple that Mm -hmm. with the very little work they get in the preseason. They keep Rodgers safe and sound in the preseason. The offense just hasn't run a lot of plays together. The fact that yesterday he did return to the practice field for the first time during the week since the knee injury has to be a really good sign that this thing is slowly getting a little bit better. And just getting some reps in with those receivers has to help this offense. And I think getting off to a quick start Sunday is paramount. Uh, getting a lead on Buffalo, which would love to lean on LaShawn McCoy, who's expected to return, and Chris Ivory in a ground game that would keep Rodgers on the sideline. Obviously, that goes out the window if you're playing from behind. So mm-hmm. a quick start by Rodgers in the offense, I think, is really key. If, if they're out to a big lead early, it should be a, a fairly easy day. But if, if Rodgers is slow to go to get started, 
uh, then it might be a 60-minute ball game after all. Mm-hmm. Dave Sinek in the headcheese.com is our guest. Dave, a lot been written all week long. Even you, uh, Randall Cobb, made your piece today uh, on your blog, theheadcheese.com. What, what's up with Cobb? Is, is there concern there? He didn't play well against Washington. Um, he's such a good player, and he's, a, he's such a big part of that offense. What's wrong? Well, you know, I don't know yet. I need a little bit bigger sample size, Ken. I mean, he looks so good in the opener against Chicago, and everybody was saying, all right, contract year, yeah. keep peace back in this offense. And he did struggle last week. And whether you play in the rain, he did tweak his hamstring in that game, and that's a concern heading into Sunday. He's been limited in practice. But he lost the football on one play late that pretty much ended the Pack's chances. I mean, the very first series, third and nine, very catchable ball to move the chains, and he dropped it. It was one of two drops for Cobb. That's not like him. And, again, bad conditions, bad day. It, it certainly you could, you could use any kind of excuse you want. You want to see how he follows up. And, A, let's see how healthy he is. This is a, a passing game that should thrive. They've got one really good corner, Tredavious White, who likely will be assigned Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what you're going to see Sunday, if, if Cobb is limited at all and Jimmy Graham's been limited with a knee, Geronimo Allison, you know, for anybody listening who plays daily fantasy, Geronimo Allison's a guy who I think could be in line for a really big day on Sunday. He's been quietly maybe the most uh, positive thing that's come out of the Packers offense through three games is the fact that he catches everything thrown his way. He's got speed. He can break away and score. Um, Not many people know too much about Geronimo yet. I think Sunday he has a chance to be a big playmaker on a day when Green Bay should run the ball a lot. I think some of the big passing plays come from number 81. Mm, good info right there. Dave, uh, you've followed Mike McCarthy's entire career, uh, and I, I like the guy. I do. Um, boy, I thought he was going to snap uh, last Sunday. I thought he was, you know, there was going to be contact with the official. I really did. And this guy, uh, you know, he got it together in the postgame. But didn't you think he was right on the edge there? I mean, I get it. Back-to-back-to-back weeks now with Clay Matthews and roughing the passer play at a big time. But, boy, he was close to really going off. Yeah, for sure. I, I thought he was going to make contact with the official. He had some coaches there kind of keeping him back, but he was as as furious as I think a coach can be. It's understandable. I don't know how pass rushers are supposed to do their job. It's, it's just not consistent. I don't think they're calling it in the spirit of the rule, despite what they say. I mean, I don't know if you saw the, the play Aaron Donald made on Kirk Cousins last night yeah. where he just kind of threw him to the ground. I mean, to me, that was ten times more violent than what, what Matthews did to – Cousins, which is what you're taught to do, is just run through the quarterback, put him down if you can sack him. So it's uh, it's a problem, and um, I don't know that we're going to see it solved unless they decide to, to look at the replays of these things, but it sounds like the NFL wants them to make these calls. They want to protect the quarterback. They don't want to see Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, now Jimmy G on the shelf. Mm-hmm. It's bad for ratings, and Unfortunately, I think this is uh, where football's headed, at least in this season. Dave Sinek and theheadcheese.com. Dave, we will uh, preview Lions Packers with you at this time next week. Thank you, Dave Sinek. You bet, guys. Have a great weekend. Yep, you do the same. Good to talk to you. Theheadcheese.com. <laughs> Headcheese.com is where you can read Dave. Baba Bob joins Trent and I next on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG.
build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and punt it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com requirements. The ARL Second Chance Ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse, neglect, and abandonment. It is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new, loving families. Join us at the main event on October 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes. Dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the ARL's barn and arena. Get your tickets at arl-iowa.org slash main event. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. 
Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Uh, thanks to Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com. Can the Bills do it again? Back-to-back weeks? I doubt it, but we'll see. Let's get Bama Bob in here as we talk college football. Trent and I, with our picks, you won the week last week. You I were 3-2, and two, I was 2-2-1. Two, two and one. Got you by the hook. You do. Uh, you're, you're a tee boxer. You'll go first when we get to that point. But it's that time where we talk college football. We do twice weekly with Bama Bob. We preview on Friday and recap on Monday. And here we are to take a look at some of the bigger games. Bama, before we get into some of the bigger games, one of the bigger stories from earlier this week was uh, Kelly Bryant saying uh, adieu to Clemson. Um, look, that uh, that four-game redshirt rule, right? Not maybe intended cons- yeah. unintended consequences, as Trent phrased it earlier in the week, which is right on the money. I don't blame the kid. Um, however, having said that, you know, it's, it's a contact sport. Clemson's really good. Uh, did he do the right thing, Bama, in your mind? You know, he probably did the right thing for him. And this, this is, you know, Ken, it's like with every rule, you know, the recruiting rules or the, you know, whether it's a safety rule or whatever rule that the NCAA wants to put in, you know, they do it for, for good reasons. And I do applaud the reasons for them. But then these are the, you know, maybe somebody foresaw this. I don't know. But it seems to be that a lot of quarterbacks especially, uh, you know, when they don't get named the starter, uh, you know, they don't want to play uh, or they want to leave. And, you know, there's only one, obviously. It's not like an offensive lineman or running back where you can rotate him or anything else, receivers. I mean, there's one guy calling the signals usually, and and if you're not him, then you're going to sit and watch, and either the other guy has to get injured or, you know, has to underperform. And, you know, for Kelly Bryant to lose the job, I think the writing's on the wall for him. Uh, a little different maybe than the, the Tua-Jalen situation where Tua kind of won it coming out of camp. Um, you know, it looks like Hertz is here for the long run because he's going to play tomorrow against Louisiana, and that's five. So, you know, that's going to that's going to burn his year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good for him. Um, and you know what? Good for Dabo Sweeney because he really could have thrown this kid under the bus a little bit um, if he started him tomorrow against Syracuse. That would have been five, and then if he'd have named, um, you know, the other guy Lawrence. the starter. Yeah. Right, Lawrence. Now you you know, then then it really looks bad. Uh and, and you know, Bryant really would have nowhere else to go. And I think he's only got one year left. So yep. he can he can leave now, uh he can go somewhere, anywhere and play because he's graduated. Uh, which is another good rule. I like the rule that since mm-hmm. you if you've graduated you don't have to sit out of here, you can go anywhere you want. Um, I like that. So um He's probably doing what's right for him, and it, you do have to balance it between do I just want to go anywhere and play, just to play, or do I want to take my chances, you know, hold out here, maybe something happens. Worst case, maybe I get a national championship ring out of it. It's a tough decision, um, but, you know, good for him, I guess, and good for – I think really good for Dabo Sweeney uh, to really not screw with him uh, and, 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 you know, because – in. Probably for good reason, you know, he likes a kid. Probably, too, for recruiting. <laughs> good point. You, know, uh, you, you get a reputation like that, uh, people are going to think twice before they come play quarterback for you. Well, and Bama, speaking of that, it's kind of a thought that jumped around here. Nick Saban is 
keeping his guy there. Jalen Hurts will play against Louisiana Lafayette and yep. burn that year. You know that's going to be used on the recruiting trail, right, with quarterbacks. Hey, you go to Alabama, he's not going to let you leave. He's going to make you stay there until the, you know that's going to be used. So Dabo, now with a leg up over Saban in the recruiting trail for quarterbacks? Well, I don't think so because, <laughs> um, you, you know, look, Jalen could have left wherever he wanted to. He could have yes. left in the spring. Now, he would have had to sit out a year, you know, and Saban could have, hold, you know, because he hasn't graduated and he could have done the whole transfer thing. He could have done the same thing and left after the second week, third week, whatever he could have. And I'm sure, uh, I'm not sure, I'm 98% certain that they've had conversations about this. And, you know, he's doing what he can to keep them both fresh. I think he knows he might need them both down the air, you know, for whatever reason. And, and, you know, everybody's trying to turn this into a saving thing. You know, let's get, maybe this is what Hurts wants. Maybe he wants to Mm -hmm. stay. Maybe he wants to stay at Alabama. Maybe he thinks Tua's going to get hurt. Uh, maybe he wants to contribute in another way and win a national championship again. I mean, so everybody's trying to, to make this, uh, you know, a saving issue, and maybe it is, but maybe let's just, you know, all try to understand that maybe this is what Jalen Hurts wants to do. And I know his dad's been out on Twitter and social media, but, uh, you know, whether that, how much of that is just his dad being upset, or and, and how much of it is kind of channeled through Jalen, I don't know. But uh, I give Jalen a lot of credit for the way he's handled this because he has been, by all accounts, nothing but a great and supportive teammate. hasn't pouted, hasn't sulked, hasn't done anything other than support uh, to, uh, and then do whatever the team needs. So you know, in in both situations, all credit to both of them. Uh, guys, let's look at some games. We'll go around some of the marquee games in college football this week. Uh, I want to start um, uh, with Notre Dame. And Ian Book's first chapter is the – see what I did there, Trent? Oh, uh, I like the, that. Yeah, thank you, Bama. Uh, as the uh, <laughs> starting quarterback at Notre Dame came in, uh, looked good. As it takes over for Wimbush and looked really good. Moved the football team. Here comes Stanford off another overtime win, another road trip uh, for uh, Stanford. The schedule for Notre Dame, boys, softens up significantly if they can get past this one uh, and do so and remain unbeaten. Uh, here we go, Bama. Stanford at Notre Dame. We'll start with you, Trent. Chime in after that. Uh, how do you see this game? I'm struggling with this one. After a week ago in Stanford, I I don't have a read. I don't? don't I don't have a feel. You tell me that Notre Dame wins by 34-17, wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. You tell me Stanford wins by 10, I wouldn't be surprised either. I just mm. this is probably the most difficult game for me to get a read on this week. I was going to use this game, so I think I'll find another oh. one. Uh Babo, okay. how do you see this game? Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, you know, Stanford got to be energized coming off when uh, at Oregon game they really should have lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got Notre Dame who's energized, like you said, uh, the new chapter with Ian Book here starting. Um, you know, this look, this is a tough two game stretch, really a tough four game stretch if you want to look at it for Stanford. They had to go they had to play USC, Oregon last week in Eugene, cross country to South Bend, another primetime game. Um, you know, look, K.J. Costello has kind of carried them so far. But, you know, this Notre Dame offense, I think, is, is pretty is pretty fired up now that they've got a true downfield threat in Ian Book. Not that they didn't like Winbush, not that they don't, you know, think of him as a leader, a guy capable of winning games, because obviously he's won games for them. But it's the way now, I think, that these receivers and, and the offense has kind of opened up and, 
you know, I keep I keep wondering when are we going to see Bryce Love? When is he really going to be Bryce Love? Can he be that again? Can he be what he was before he got hurt last year? Because as great as KJ Costello has been, I just think if I think if Stanford is going to win this game, they are really now that now that Notre Dame, you know, has a a threat, if you will, in the passing game. I really think they're going to have to try to shorten it somehow on the road back-to-back road games, and you do that by running it with Bryce Love. And so far, I mean, he hasn't been awful, but they have not been able to dominate the running game like you typically see a Stanford and David Shaw team do. So I like Notre Dame in this one. I mean, the line's five and a half. I could see them covering that easy. Um, I do like Stanford. They're generally a team that, you know, quote-unquote travels well in terms of you know, what they do offensively, don't do anything crazy, take care of the ball, field position. I don't know that that's going to work. They are going to, to me, for Notre Dame to win, I'm sorry, for Stanford to win, Bryce Love has to have, you know, 25-plus carries and maybe 100-plus 50 yards because without that, I don't see K.J. Costello being able to win in South Bend. They're certainly not going to – I certainly don't think Brian Kelly's going to make uh, crucial coaching decisions like we saw Mario Cristobal do last week and kind of, in a way, sort of hand that game to Stanford. So uh, I like Notre Dame in this one, uh, and and Bryce Love's got to be big, in my opinion, for Stanford to have a chance. Pam, I'll stay with you because I want Trent to lead off with the next game because that's his play of the week. He's already let the cat out of the bag there. He loves uh, (laughs) South Carolina over Kentucky, so we'll let him go first on this one. Let's go to the Big Ten, Bama, stay at night, primetime, whiteout, Happy Valley, Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Big Ten East Tilt, how do you see it? Yeah, this is probably the, the, the two heavyweight. Listen, Michigan will have something to say about it, uh, obviously. Um, the quarterbacks can, you know, I mean, how fun is this going to be? Haskins and McSorley. I mean, Penn State has come out. Let's, let's face it, they were lucky to be Appalachian State first week of the season uh-huh. at home. Um, last Friday night didn't exactly come out against Illinois. I mean, you know, really didn't take control of that game until late. The margin looks great, uh, and I, I'm sure they covered the, the number, but, um, you know, this is a game they kind of got out and let Illinois back in. They haven't played 60 minutes yet, and if they don't play 60 minutes tomorrow night, Ohio State's going to run away with this game. I know it's a happy valley, and I know things, you know, it's going to be a great scene and all that kind of thing, but, man, um, Penn State better play 60 minutes tomorrow night. I think it's certainly going to help them that, and, and again, we talked about it a week ago, Nick Bosa being out. I think that's going to be a factor in this game. Uh, he, that's a guy on the road uh, that can, you know, flip a game. You know, a sack, uh, strip sack, strip, you know, fumble, whatever, fumble recovery. So him being gone, I think, is going to really hurt Ohio State. All that said, um, I haven't seen enough out of Penn State yet. Ohio State's been pretty consistent all year, even through all the Urban Meyer stuff and the coaching change. Kind of bland last week against Tulane. That was just a let's get this game over, get it done, you know, don't show much, no, don't get anybody hurt. Um, I think Ohio State's going to come out tomorrow night. This is, this is the chip on the shoulder game, I think, for them. And with all the stuff that's happened with Urban, rightly or wrongly, you know, however you want to, whatever side you fall on on what happened with him, uh, I like Ohio State in this game. They're, you know, they're they're laying three on the road, which is tells you kind of what the uh, what Vegas thinks about them. But Penn State better play sixty tomorrow night, or Ohio State's going to win. I think they're going to win anyway. Trent, 
Uh, first of all, the total in this game opened at 72 and a half. That's way too many. <laughs> That's a lot of points That's for that a, team. Yeah, I agree. Now, one team averages 55, the other averages 54. Yeah, but, but look what they've played. Right. And though the defenses, either side have had cracks this year. I, I just think that's too many. Uh-huh. Jump on it now, though. Uh, this uh-huh. is my gambling advice. It is some spots all the way down to 69, 69 and a half. I think it's going to continue trickling down. But jump on that. Way too many points in this one. I think Ohio State is just better. And yep, me too. You know, the, the whiteout environment. Two years ago, they got lucky. Ohio State completely outplayed them, and they blew that football game. We know about the block field goal, but throughout, they stubbed themselves in the toe. I don't think that happens here. I think they win it reasonably comfortably, 31-20, something like that. I think Ohio State's the side here. Uh, one of the stories in college football to me, and maybe it doesn't get a lot of uh, notice here, and it's because it's the SEC and it's Kentucky, <laughs> quite frankly. But uh, it is Mark Stoops. It is Mark Stoops. I, I'm with you, and I like the story that they're writing. Trent, you're going to rain all over that parade. Tell us why you love South Carolina. Uh, it, it's more of a spot than anything. This is the first time since 1977, I wasn't around for it, that Kentucky started 2-0. and Graduated from high school in that year. In the SEC, 2-0. and Huh. And this, that was the last time that it happened for Kentucky. I, South Carolina is more talented. I love Jake Bentley. Debo Samuel on the outside is outstanding. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if there's enough firepower for Kentucky to keep up, even at home, plus coming off the win that Kentucky had. I think South Carolina is the winner here. Bam, are you believing in this Kentucky squad? I'm believing in them. Um, I don't know about believing in them more. <laughs> I believe they're a lot better than they have been. I'll put it that way. Mark Stoops done a great job. Uh, Benny Snell is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, he's probably the best running back you've never heard of. Um, look, they went to Florida and pushed them around, punched them around. Uh, they really took it to Mississippi State, who I think is a really good team. Now, and Mississippi State is physical, guys. They they will get after you. The thing that that worries me is Kentucky's been getting by at the quarterback position. Um, you know, with, with Terry Wilson, he's got three touchdowns and four picks. That is not a formula that generally lends itself to being 4-0. Um, I do like Bentley, uh, quarterback. I think he's by far the most, the more talented of the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know, if Kentucky can control the line of scrimmage and run it with Snell, uh, which so far they've been able to do against a couple of pretty good defenses. I mean, he is I, – I, I just I – every guy that's been following the SEC for, you know, God, 30, 35 years, can't ever remember the Kentucky football into October almost being this excited about a football game. Right. Um, and, you know, good for them and, and good for Stoops. But, um, you know, if, I, if you made me pick, I'd probably take South Carolina because I think they do have the better quarterback, although I do think uh, Kentucky might have the better player. But, I think South Carolina, generally you can bottle that up. Although, again, Mississippi State has got a really, really good defense. Couldn't do it last week. So uh, this is fun. This is going to be a fun game. You don't, you would not think South Carolina and Kentucky would And it probably won't outside the, uh, the South tomorrow with the two big games, the other two top ten matchups, mm-hmm. you know, quote-unquote, move the needle. Yep. Uh, but who would have thought coming into week five, they would be the ranked team and South Carolina would be unranked. So um, fun game. Probably, I think, the bubble burst tomorrow night, but 
Man, you know, I hope Benny Snell goes off for 200-plus, just so those who are watching can see how good a player he really yep. is. SEC Network 630, and you're right, Bama. A lot of competition uh, for the uh, viewing audience on, on yeah. Saturday night. Bama, let's go to the Big 12. I want to get your take on, on a game that's, I think, going to see a million points scored. West Virginia and Will Greer, Texas Tech, that young freshman Bowman just lighting it up through the air. I think I think Texas Tech's defense is better. I loved their win last week as they went into Stillwater and picked off what I thought was a pretty hot Oklahoma State team. Uh, Texas Tech is opening some eyes. West Virginia has a Heisman candidate. How do you see this one, Bama? Yeah, this is fun. Um, you know, whatever you want to take, you know, those points that are dropping, uh, you know, on Ohio State, uh, Penn State, take them and plug them into West Virginia, Texas Tech, because right now I think it is 72 and a half. Uh, and, man, I would go for the over. That, you know, they can get that in three quarters. Uh huh. is a three and a half point favorite. Uh, a little, in, you know, that's interesting to me because you know, guys. And, and to me, it, it's it's the road trip. I mean, it's a long, long trip from Morgantown to Lubbock. Um, you know, that's a three and a half hour, four hour flight probably. And I don't know how many bus rides to get from one place to the other, but you know, listen. You, you mentioned the quarterbacks. Uh, the the receivers, you know, too. I mean, just mm-hmm. go along with it. Yeah. And Texas Tech's defense is better. Uh, Ole Miss went in and beat them. That concerns me a little bit. So you had that high flying passing game, and you know, going in week one, and that was no, it was a neutral site game, but they did knock them off. But you're right, Bowman's come out, and he's just lighting it up. Um, and you know, it's probably saved Kingsbury's job so far. Um, long way to go in this one, but. You know, I, I just I, I I've been on West Virginia. I think is the second best team in the Big Twelve for you know since before the season started. Just because I like Greer so much, I'm going to stick with them uh, tomorrow. I think somehow they sneak out a win. But you're right that Texas Tech going into Stillwater and just really slapping Oklahoma State around uh, opened my eyes a little bit, and especially on the defense, like you said. And you don't think of defense when you think of Big Twelve. You think quarterbacks, you think offense and points. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Mountaineers, but let's just say I won't put the paycheck on it. Trent? You know, Bama, I think, hit it defense and both sides much better defensively than anybody could have anticipated. Now, they're not going to put up the same numbers as you know teams in the SEC and, and in the Big Ten that you see defensively, but these defenses have improved. I think it comes down to that. I think it's who can make enough stops, who can get a pick six, who can get a scoop and score, whatever defense steps up here, but... It's a coin flip game to me. And mm. uh, that road trip you mentioned, Bama, I uh, map quested it yesterday. 22 hours, 45-minute drive from Morgantown to Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the caravan's pouring out yesterday, and it won't get there until tomorrow morning. Unbelievable. I mean, like, the equipment crazy. trucks had to leave Sunday, I'm sure. Yeah, probably yeah. so. Crazy. Hey, yeah, boys, you, you, know, you mentioned defense getting a stop. I mean, my goodness, you know. It used to be the first one to punt in this game, you know. With, yeah, with good, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought that was what we were seeing last night with the Rams and the yes. Vikings for a while. We might not see the punters. Hey, Bama, let's yeah, do one more uh, before we get yeah, to our ahead. sneaky good game of the week. Let me let me run. Uh, let me give you Old Miss and LSU. Uh, Orgeron writing a really nice story. He really is. Um, Burrow, yeah. say it likewise. I mean, we didn't know if uh, uh, obviously he wasn't going to play at Ohio State. Why is he leaving? Well, we know they got a really good quarterback in their own right, but Burrow's not chopped liver. I think he's fed in well in Baton Rouge. Uh, Old Miss, LSU, give me a take on that one. Yeah, this is interesting, Ken, because, you know, Old Miss with the receivers, uh, you know, and, and, you know, maybe the quote unquote best receiving core in the country, you know, one through four. 
good quarterback. And then we saw what happened against Alabama. Yeah, um, yeah, crushed. I'm still not 100% sold as crazy as it sounds. As good as they've been, as high as their rank on LSU and Burrow. Um, that said, um, man, you know you got to love them at home. I guess against Ole Miss, they're giving up. I mean, they're giving up ten, uh, which you know, kind of tells you something because if this game, and I, you know. Not to make it all about Alabama. If this game were in Tuscaloosa, Alabama would be a 25-28 point favorite, minimum. Uh, so I think that tells you a little bit about what the odds makers are, are, you know, think of LSU. They're not totally buying in yet, uh, and and more am I. Now if they get out of there tomorrow, if, if they win convincingly and shut down that Ole Miss uh, passing attack, now I'm now I'm on them uh, at that point. I know they went into Auburn and won, you know, got out ahead, fell behind, came back and won. To me, that's a little more about Auburn than it was about LSU. That's a conversation for another day. But, um, you know, I, I, you'd, you'd have to like LSU at home. Uh, and so I'm interested to see what kind of offense Ole Miss can generate in Death Valley. Because, listen, I mean, wins over Miami and Auburn maybe is, you know, two good wins anybody can point to this year so far, and that's why they're ranked fifth. So I think the, the crowd's going to get fired up for the first time in a long time. They do have a guy that they believe in uh, under center, first time in a long time. So, you know, if, if you want to if you want to be a contender, if you want to really you know slug it out in the SEC West, you got to win this game. It's a game you got to win at home. You can't drop it. Obviously, you know everyone's talking about the whiteout. The environment, if I could choose to be in this weekend, is for that game. Really. 8.15 Central kickoff. <laughs> yeah. Urban oh and the Corn Dogs are going to be flowing in Baton Rouge. Yes, there will be uh, a few. There'll be a few people not feeling anything by the time the kickoff rolls around. No kidding, guys. Our last thing. We only got a couple of minutes left. Find. Uh, let's each of us find a sneaky good game this week. We didn't talk about it. Maybe we should have. Um, Bama, I'll let you go first. You have one of those games that falls into that category. That maybe the country's not focusing on it, but it's got a chance to be a decent football game. Yeah, go late. Uh, as usual, uh, BYU at Washington. Ah, you stole mine. <laughs> Did I steal it, Kenny? I'm sorry. No, we think alike, uh, Bama. I agree with you. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, BYU's already gone into Madison yeah, and won. Yeah. Um, you know, Washington hasn't looked dominant. They've won, but they haven't looked dominant. And I thought they'd be better with Jake Browning. But, um, you know, I don't know if BYU can go. Here, my God, if they go into Madison and Seattle and win, um, you know, my goodness, that's just too good a road win as you're going to find this year. But uh, listen, it could get it could get a little tricky tomorrow night. Um, if this game were in, were in Provo, I'd, I'd really find it interesting. But it's not. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's one I think. You know, you, you just got to pay attention to. Washington is still in the playoff picture, mm-hmm. uh, and this is no give me out of conference game uh, for them. Trent, well, the early window stinks. The eleven o'clock a.m. Central, that, it's, yeah. it's awful. So you're milling around. It's one thirty, two o'clock. You're looking for something that at least well, is West close. Virginia, Texas Tech is early. That that's the one that has a chance. But yeah. if that does go and somebody scores seventy and he only's got forty nine, uh-huh. maybe Boston College Temple at least be close. Really, at least be close. That's Out of Chestnut, off the radar. Off the radar. Yep. You're going to have to search for it. But if you're looking for a close game, they're going to the fourth quarter. That might be the spot to go. ESPNU. Yeah, and boys, just to, just to wrap it up, we talked about the prime time. Well, look, uh, TCU Iowa State at 6 o'clock. That's going to get my attention. Uh, 
But then the 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 prime timers, if you will, Ohio State, Penn State, South Carolina, Kentucky, Stanford, Notre Dame, BYU, Washington, Fox seven thirty, Ole Miss, LSU eight thirty, even Oregon, Cal on FS one at nine thirty is not awful. Uh, the day gets better as it gets longer. Bama will recap on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for all you do. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, pal. All right, guys, take care. Enjoy tomorrow. We'll talk soon. All right, take care. Bama Bob talking college football. I got a pick in that Oregon-Cal game that you mentioned. Is that on your list? It's on my list. Now, have you got your pay picks in yet? I or have... did they kick you out after? What kind of week did you have in that last week? Uh, you oh, were 5-0 and oh for your customers. 6-0. and 6-0. Oh. and oh, you were the customers at SportsBet Collective. Yeah, and then last week, what happened? Now we're 6-2. and two. Okay. And the under, I got screwed on. I mean, let's be honest. The well, under, well, the Iowa, Wisconsin. Wisconsin yes, you did. You did. A fullback no, you sweep. Did. You did. To put it over, come on. Yeah, no, you got it. Yeah, that was that's, t- that's a bad beat. That's gambling. Yeah. I took a lot of them last weekend in Vegas. <laughs> yes, you did. I'll try to do better this week. Well, I went 3-2 and two here. Yeah, that's not bad. That's Listen, that's really good. 60% um, over the course of the year, that's winning lots of money. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll give you our records to date so far this year. Then we'll each give you, f- we'll give you five picks including our best bet of the week. I think I know what Trent's is. I'm pretty sure you guys know what mine is. Uh, But if you have missed any portion of the week when we've talked about it, you'll hear that next, our final segment of the week. Trent and I are here until 2. Same situation every Monday through Friday. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines. I love Doc Fuller. I'm sick of his chair. I was in it again this morning. Uh, (laughs) But I've got my cap. um, But no, he does a great work. He does a great job. I have not visited the Altoona branch, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. I believe, Doc, and you are swarming this afternoon. We will be, yeah. We'll be talking some Hawkeyes by week and a look forward to the final eight of the season. Good stuff. You can look forward to our picks when Trent and I continue on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your 
best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale, and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Opportunity on Deck, a local nonprofit providing free sports opportunities to youth who have never had the chance to play organized athletics before, is hosting a sports equipment drive through their replay program at the Waukee Homecoming football game against East Friday night. Simply bring your slightly used cleats, tennis shoes, and equipment to the game, and you'll receive free admission for equipment valued at $10 or more. Thank you for your support. And we can't wait to see you at the game Friday night in Waukee with Opportunity on Deck. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag almost buy online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com the rookie is central iowa's leader in sports cards collectibles supplies and memorabilia the rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards from brands such as tops upper deck and panini whether you're starting a new collection or building your own the rookie has all your needs from football basketball baseball hockey ufc and more it's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Conlon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's our final segment of the week. It's time to get our picks in here. We'll take a look at the weekend. Uh, you've got high school football tonight. I know you spoke earlier with Ryan Pizzetti. That must mean Centennial's part of the broadcast. You got it. SEP yes. and Ankeny Centennial. Old rivalry, and you'll yes, have to help was. me out. You remember that rivalry. In fact, I asked Ryan about that, and uh, Coach Lenovich for Southeast spoke both of them. It is different. You know, with the split of the high school. They split schools, the schools, right. It just it has a different feeling, yep. and now the biggest rivalry for them up there in Ankeny is the other one. Uh-huh. For the Hawks, it's the Jags, and the Jags, it's the Hawks, and, and Southeast folk kind of dissipates down. But I mean, it was heated, right? Nasty. Yeah. Coaches, players, uh-huh. fans. Yeah, I was there, and was a, it was a playoff game. Southeast Polk beat them. Uh, the game was in Ankeny, mm-hmm. and um, I just remember it was 
got a little testy, Trent. Yeah, yeah. He got a little testy at the end. Coaches involved. Uh, it's an emotional game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm making excuses for you. I hate to see it. Right. But uh, it was clearly a rival. And Southeast Polk and Ankeny, the fan bases weren't real fond of each other at the time. <laughs> I remember that uh, over uh, over a three or four year period there. But uh, not that. It's good. It's not the not what it once was. Uh, Centennial's pretty good, though, right? They're so good defensively. Mm-hmm. They haven't given up double digits yet this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've played good teams. They played Ankeny and Urbandale and Dowling. Most they've given up this year seven. Mm. They average giving up four points a game. So, and yeah. you had SCP. Well, you didn't, but the, the Pecs had SCP. Uh, Fort Dodge? Fort yes, Dodge. right. Fort Dodge got them in the end and uh, came back to get that victory. You know, Southeast Polk's going to pull the upset tonight. They're going to have to get a couple of big plays from Gavin Williams, their running back. Mm-hmm. He's Junior. really good. Yeah, he's got offers from Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska, Michigan. Wow, Michigan's in too? Yeah, so huh. when you're talking about a junior running back with that kind of offers already, you know, he's a big t- He's going to have to make some big plays. I mean, it, you have to find a way How to— How big is he? 195, 6'1", wow. He's thick. He, and he's a junior. And he's a junior. He's impressive. I'm mean, first time I saw him as a freshman two years ago, and he jumped off the jumped off the field when you see him mm-hmm. as a freshman. Now as a junior, certainly excited, but it's tough. I mean, Ankeny Centennial. They're not huge. It's not like they got a defensive line, you know, that's 300 across the board or 280 across the board. They're just so fundamentally sound. And then you know what the Pizzettis do with the guys going all over the place, motion all it's over. Hard the to place. find the football. Luckily on radio, you don't have to be quick. I got caught once in week one against Ankeny. Got caught once. Yeah. Called the guy with the football that didn't have it. I got to remember, this isn't television. Right. If I, if I pause for a moment to make sure they have the ball, it'll be okay. No, indeed. And if you, even if you say somebody else got the ball, who's to know? <laughs> That's right. true, too. Uh, you had a three and two week last week, so you get the tee box back. Overall, what's our standings throughout? How many weeks are we into this now? So, uh, this uh, Four weeks through, so this is week number five. Okay, so four weeks in, where do we sit? Well, you are at the top of the leaderboard after last year's rough run. It was you, rough. You have turned it around. Uh-huh. You're 12-7-1. Not awful. That's good. I'm above 500. 11 good. and 9. Mhm. 55%. That's That's a winner. That's plus money. Yep. As long as you get past 52.4, you beat the vig and you got a bonus in your pocket. We'll try to do that again this week. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Take it away. Let's start. You saw the promos yesterday if you're watching Rams and Vikings 3:30 on Fox Northwestern hosting Michigan. This looks like a bloodbath to me. Michigan under the radar starting to roll. You're laying now more than two touchdowns, up to 14 and a half. There's even the extra hook in there. It doesn't matter. Michigan wins this easily. This is not a very good Northwestern squad. I don't see how they move the football at all. A bad offensive line coupled with a quarterback that can no longer run and Clayton Thorson against that front of Michigan. Give me the Wolverines all day long in pick number one. Pick number two on the college side. We go late into the evening. It is Oregon going on the road after letting one slip away last week against Cal. Now, I'm getting more and more nervous as the week goes on because of the gambling radio shows that I listen to, VEASAN, people just making picks in general. Everybody I've seen has Cal this week. I was on this earlier. In fact, I jumped on it when it was 3.5. It's down to 2.5, and and for our purposes, that's what I'm going to get is just the 2.5. But give me the Golden Bears at home. I don't see Oregon bouncing back after that gift uh, that they gave Stanford a week ago. To the NFL next, and we go to Los Angeles, where the Chargers 
are a 10-point favorite over the 49ers. The fighting C.J. Beathards. And that's the reason I'm going with the Chargers. I like C.J. Beathard as a collegiate quarterback. There's something that Shanahan loved about him. I don't think it happens here. I don't like laying this many points in the NFL. I rarely do, but in this spot, give me the Chargers. Laying 10 against the 49ers. Finally in the NFL. In fact, this was very close to being my best bet. Mm. The Jaguars. Yes. Seven and a half point favorite Uh against the Jets. Right. Seems easy, right? It's on my list. Everybody has them. I'm going to pick this game. 90% of the public has them. Sounds like we're going to have a difference of opinion in this game. Yet the point spread continues to trickle down. It's currently 7.5. It opened at 9.5. Everybody's betting on one side, and it goes the other. This is the old yo-yo theory that I've had for a number of years. All the money's on one side, yet the point spread's going the other way. Grab the team that is going the other way from, and I'm grabbing the Jets plus the 7.5. And And finally, my best bet of the week. I said it earlier this week. We talked about it with Bama. Give me the Gamecocks. Getting the one was one and a half. I don't think it matters. Grab the one point. They're going to go into Kentucky and knock off the undefeated Wildcats. My best bet of the week. South Carolina, the Jets, the Chargers, the Wolverines, and the Cal Golden Bears. My five picks this week. All right, Trent. Well done. And let's get this one right out of the way because you and I do have a difference of opinion. So I'll start in the NFL. You took the Jets. Give me the Jags. This is a big swing game in this one. Uh, The Jets, I'm just not sold. I like Sam Darnold, but I love that Jacksonville defense. They are legit. Give me Jacksonville minus seven and a half. My other NFL game, Trent, it's your Bears. I'm going to lay the three. Uh, Tampa's coming off a short week. We don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Fitzy came back to the pack a little bit. Jameis Winston, if it is him, it's his first game of the year. Uh, Khalil Mack is fine. I'm still on Trubisky's camp. I'll take the Bears, lay the three. Uh, I think they get an easy cover in this one as your Bears continue to rule the roost, (laughs) at least for another week in the NFC North. To the college game, one of the games we talked about was Notre Dame and Stanford. Uh, Book is the difference in this football game to me has been the difference with Notre Dame Stanford coming on the road overtime game last week I love David Shaw I think he's a better he wins the coaching matchup over Brian Kelly but I think Notre Dame wins the football game and if they do win the football game is their ticket punched as far as a pretty easy path towards that playoff uh, final four it certainly looks like it now they're only going to have 12 data points because they go to West or to Virginia Tech Pittsburgh Navy Northwestern Florida State Syracuse USC find me the tricky spot in there Syracuse maybe Syracuse you're, can score well you're going to hear about Syracuse in a minute by oh the way. Yes, maybe that's the one, but uh, but you get my point. We talked, we looked at this schedule. Well, the Wake Forest and Stanford back to back weeks—that's going to tell the tale on this Notre Dame team. They picked off Wake Forest and did so convincingly. Give me Notre Dame laying the five and a half points. Uh, you mentioned Syracuse, Trent, twenty-five points. I get twenty-five if I take Syracuse in this game. They beat Clemson last year. Remember one of the upsets in college football last year? Syracuse knocking off Clemson. Clemson goes to a new quarterback. Kelly Bryant's got a lot of a lot of fans, a lot of friends in that locker room. What's the mood of this team going to be like? Look, Clemson is going to win the football game, but are they going to win by three touchdowns and a field goal? Uh-uh. Give me the 25. I'll take Syracuse, pick number two. And uh, my best bet, 
is uh, at Happy Valley during the whiteout. I think Ohio State is the best team in the Big Ten. I don't think it's close. Uh, I love the quarterback battle. It's it's uh, it's appointment television. It really and truly is. When TCU and Iowa State go to break, my TV, my TV's going to this football game. Looking forward to it. Six thirty start. Ohio State is my best bet minus three and a half. Notre Dame minus five and a half. Syracuse give me the twenty five. The Jags I'll lay the seven and a half. And Trent's Bears I'll lay the three hour picks week. Number five. A week in the books. Another one closer to the end. Felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I like my picks. The only one that the one I tr- I'm kind of was the Syracuse game. A little tepid. It, yeah, about 25 points, Trent. I'm I mean, how many points does Syracuse score? 20, at least 24, probably. Do you think they do? Well, then I'm home free. Yeah. Because Clemson's not going to score 50. Well, and here's another reason I, I love that angle. Okay, Trevor Lawrence is obviously the star. Uh-huh. And Kelly Bryant will end up probably at Auburn and playing next yeah. year, taking over for Stidham and, and playing for Gus. But or does Harbaugh sour on Patterson? <laughs> well, there's another way. But they need to get their backup some work. So if they're up, thirty-eight seventeen in the yes. fourth quarter, excellent point. They're going to get that backup mm-hmm. some work. Mm-hmm. Great pick. I'm. I will be with you this weekend on that pick. What do you and James Brinson have today? Well, Jimmy B will stop by with his picks for the week. That's Be- all. It's been, he's been reduced to one segment a day. One segment him. a day. You're that's... better off that way. Yes, yes. Before that, though, uh, before we end the program with Jimmy B, well, you mentioned Dr. Stephen mm-hmm. Fuller will be by. We'll talk some Hawkeyes with him. Uh, it'll also be a Friday with Wolfgang. We'll get his perspective. We'll talk a lot of TCU-Iowa State with him. Speaking of that matchup, Matt Nelson from Wide Right Netty Light. He'll preview the matchup with the Horn Frogs, and Lee Sterling will be by again oh. with his five pack of. Picks. How did he do last week? It's been better. Has he been better? Still not good though. His big picks have been great. Okay, but the five pack has not been so good. Mm. So maybe just listen for the big games. You're going to be in better shape. We will be back on Monday. We'll recap the entire weekend. Enjoy it. Trent Scott High School football tonight. Southeast Polk at Ankeny Centennial. Is that a 7 o'clock kick? 7 o'clock kick. 6.30 with the pregame. 6.30, a long pregame. you got both coaches, I'm assuming, yes. to uh, to get us up to kickoff time. Do you have a analyst working with you, or you're on your own? All solo. You get to hear my melodious tones for four consecutive hours. Well, uh, hopefully it's a good football game, Trent, and uh, you're actually not looking um, for for storylines in the fourth quarter. That or the clock is running and gets you out of there uh, quicker. We're back on uh, Monday at noon. Appreciate you being here with us. Um, Noon until 2, Monday through Friday. Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. At Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the 
Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Headphones, case, charger. Walmart has everything. Oh, you must love your phone. Yeah, but I could use a break from my mobile bill. Switch to Walmart Family Mobile. They have unlimited plans starting as low as $24.88 a month. I can dump my old plan, but keep my phone in number? Text BYOP to 611611 to check your phone's compatibility. Easy. Get everything you love about Walmart and mobile. Walmart Family Mobile. Standard messaging and data rates may apply. Always refer to the privacy policy at myfamilymobile.com slash privacy policy. In terms and conditions at myfamilymobile.com slash terms and conditions. It's time for Clinique Gift at Macy's. And your free seven-piece gift with your Clinique purchase of $29 or more is the perfect fall beauty refresh. Discover Clinique cult classics, including our famous cleansers. Plus, get an exclusive Clinique pouch to stash them in. You'll also get best-selling lip gloss or eyeshadow, lipstick, and more. Give yourself an extra treat with a deluxe skincare surprise and a Clinique headband, all with your Clinique purchase of $55 or more. It's all you need this fall. One to a client, please, while supplies last. Only during Clinique Gift at Macy's. Hurry, now through October 9th. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. 